Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Good afternoon. Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews. We're following a developing story. WNBA star Brittany Griner has been freed in a prison swap with the United States releasing arms dealer Victor Boot. We have Brittany's teammate Brianna Turner joining us. We're also going to hear from WNBA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert. We also have Becky Hammond and Chanae Agumake in studio with us with perspective on Griner's release. But first, here's what President Joe Biden tweeted this morning. He said, moments ago, I spoke to Brittany Griner. She is safe. She is on a plane. She is on her way home. And President Biden and Sherelle Griner, Brittany's wife, spoke to reporters this morning. Moments ago, standing together with her wife, Sherelle, uh, in the Oval Office, I spoke with Brittany Griner. She's safe. She's on a plane. She's on her way home. After months of being unjustly detained in Russia, held under intolerable circumstances, Brittany will soon be back in the arms of her loved ones and, uh, and she should have been there all along. This is a day we've worked toward for a long time. We never stopped pushing for her release. It took painstaking and intense negotiations, and I want to thank all the hardworking public servants across my administration who worked tirelessly to secure her release. Today my family is whole, but as you all are aware, there are so many other families who are not whole, and so BG's not here to say this, but I will gladly speak on her behalf and say that BG and I will remain committed to the work of getting every American home, including Paul, whose family is in our hearts today as we celebrate BG being home. We do understand that there are still people out here who are enduring what I endured the last nine months of missing tremendously their loved ones. So thank you everybody for your support. Um, and today it's just a happy day for me and my family. So um, I'm going to smile right now. <laughs> um, thank you. Powerful words there from Sherelle Greiner. Joining us now is ESPN investigative reporter TJ Quinn. And, and TJ, you've been at the forefront of this reporting for the past nine and a half months. So let's start here. For months, there have been calls for Britney's release. Why and how did this happen today? Well, what the U.S. had been waiting for all along was a serious counteroffer from Russia to the one that the U.S. made back in June. And it's only the last couple weeks that we're told uh, that Russia finally did say we're willing to make this deal. The U.S. had wanted Paul Whelan the whole time. They wanted a package deal. But once Russia said we're willing to do the one-for-one -one deal, it was clear that that was the only deal they were going to make. A White House official actually told me this afternoon that the U.S. proposed Paul Whelan straight up for uh, Victor Boot, but Russia said it was a non-starter. They consider Paul Whelan to be a different class of prisoner than was. So within the past week, President Biden was told this is the offer we think we can do. We, we don't think we can get the other. He approved it, and then things really started to move the last 48 hours. 
You mentioned it, American Paul Whelan still in a Russian penal colony. TJ, thank you so much. We're going to have more on that piece of this later in the show. But for now, I want to bring in our panel, Becky Hammond and Cheney Agumake. And Cheney, I, I want to start with you here. Your initial reaction when you saw the news this morning was well I think Becky and I had the same thing we got the best text ever to start <laughs> our day mine came from my big sister Neko Gwimike and so around 5 a.m. we were very very relieved to see this news and then soon thereafter I flipped on the news and then I saw that powerful image of President Biden, mm. Vice President Kamala Harris, and Sherelle Griner, and they talked about how important this moment was. And I would like to say that this is very emblematic because what Brittany Griner represents just simply by existing as mm. a black queer woman, the message that the world sees is that you are worth fighting for. You are worth securing, you know, situations that might be precarious. We're going to hear and be here and make sure that you can come back home. That to me was a huge message. But also the second part that I absolutely loved by Sherelle was her saying that, hey, while this might be a collective sigh of relief for my family, while this might be a great day for us, our job that we've seen countless times in the WNBA, our job does not stop right now. Mm. The work continues. We are going to be advocates for others wrongfully detained, similar to Paul Whelan, and saying, hey, you know what? This is a cause that we can carry and we can champion. And we've seen the WNBA, as you know, do this time and time again, whether it is the 2020 elections, where they stepped up and advocated for the communities they represent. And I say they, we represent as a member of the WNBA, a league yes. that is predominantly of black women, 80%, and allies. Um, and then now you see it in 2020 with the issue of the wrongly de uh, wrongful detained and our sister Brittany Griner. The collective power of sports is amazing, particularly when we see it through the lens of what the WNBA players have represented. So I know that's a long sermon, but it was a great was a whole way word. to start our day. We, we talked a little bit about this before the show, Becky, about there are these moments in life where you remember exactly where you were and you had this juxtaposition between when you found out that she was being sent to a penal colony and today. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, the W was not whole without, mm. without BG in it for a whole summer. Um, you, it, was, it was palpable, the heaviness on the players, especially her Phoenix teammates. Um, I thought uh, just the impact of, of missing your sister, it is a family. And, uh, you know, you have to stick up and speak up uh, when a family member is, is, you know, being hurt in some kind of way. And I think not only the W, but the NBA and just all the people stepping up, sports, athletes, uh, civilians, everybody just stepping up and seeing how wrong this was. But going back to your question, uh, there was a couple, like, gut punches. And I remember the nine-year sentence when it came down. We were walking into, uh, I believe, Dallas. And for a shoot around and um, I could feel it was just when that nine-year sentencing came down because I think at that point I know I did a video trying to say let's have mercy have some grace like she's paid her dues like let her come home that didn't happen because Putin doesn't have a gracious bone in his body um, and so when that sentencing was hap like handed down I just remember a palpable feeling amongst my players um, a heaviness, and like I said, it was kind of a gut punch, and you know exactly where you were and what you were doing mm. uh, when that news broke. And in the league, in the W, I was playing, you were coaching, I believe the Phoenix Mercury were on the road in Connecticut about to play that game, and I remember in our group chat as the executive committee and also the Players Association, everyone's like, how are we going to play? 
Like, yeah. and, it, and it was just another testament of the strength of women that the game went on and the season kept going and the advocacy maintained. And finally, we're at the result where we are today. And sometimes I think this is a, also a message that like, just because things aren't being magnified, if you do that work, however big or small, good things will come. And I know that it was a very, as you mentioned, long summer for us because we missed her every at every corner i'm just grateful we got to this result for sure and i think the other thing is of what happens i feel like a lot of times is it's a story today and then forgotten about tomorrow yeah. and what the w did and the nba and everybody that came alongside bg was they didn't let her name get out of the news they kept it to the forefront and i think that happens so much um you know let's make sure we keep paul whelan's name in the news and keep fighting for these people because um they're somebody's daughter, brother, father. There's so many different hats um, that these people wear. Um, this is a humanitarian issue. And um, as far as I'm concerned, I thought she was a political pawn. I mean, they just kind of threw some spaghetti against the wall. Oh, yeah, she had this, so we're going to take her. In the scheme of things, what's going down in Russia? Come on. We're, we're going to hear from, from Brianna Turner, BG's teammate, a little bit later in the show, but I'm sure you've been hearing from folks, both of you, around the WNBA all day long. What is the larger collective feeling today, Chanae? I think that the collective feeling is that, once again, you're seeing that the good work that the W does, our advocacy matters even when society constantly tell you, tells you that it doesn't. Because I always say that the WNBA being a league that is predominantly 80% black women, our existence is inherently the resistance. What we represent can sometimes be construed as political just because of the color of our skin or what we choose to advocate for. And so I think that constant grind that we have to not only deliver at the highest level, which by the way, we have the results of it. Yes. The champion camps in, in the, the building, building. But also to use our platform platforms for positive power and change, knowing that our representation, we know what's at stake for those. And I think that, you know, the result that we got to today was the admission, uh, the administration saying that you matter in a way that society sometimes is late to understand. Mm. And that to me is the coolest part. Like finally, it's, there's a small validation for the work that has been done. And also understanding that like, at the end of the day, we get our sister back, we get our teammate back. Like it just is, there's so many different, mo you know, moments and points that we look to in sports and I think the W is a true testament of I've said it like a million times on this network we're not new to this but we are cons consistently true to everything mm. and I think too um, her wife Sherelle said it most beautifully when you talk about the collective feeling just like that that gut punch we got um, with the sentencing I think it was a collective sigh of relief and just like Sherelle said I'm just gonna smile I'm just gonna smile right now and that's the feeling that you get um, is just Oh, yeah, really? and okay. it's funny because like we are, we're, we're some tough ladies over yeah. here. Okay, we don't oh, get emotional easy. Yeah, no, no. But today I started feeling it. Did you? Yeah. Like you, I'm sure you started feeling it. Everyone is feeling it, and we're just grateful for it. And we understand that we still have, you know, the ability to advocate for, as you mentioned, Paul Whelan and others. You know, the W is great at championing championing causes, and this is just another one that you will see continue. I think you know, talking to my team over the course of the summer, it's like. You can get so caught up, right, in, in our jobs. And, and we're crazy about our jobs. Right. We love what we do. <laughs> I'm a maniac. But, <laughs> in the best way. But, but, you know, you're going through film, and, and I can remember just saying that to my team, like, BG was in jail this morning, and then last night, and the night before that, and the night before that. And, and it just kept going and going as the days 
came along. And it's like, and we think we have problems trying to solve, you know, pick and roll defense. Mm. Like, this is real problems. This is real life. Um, and that's why I say it's a humanitarian issue. And one thing that um, the reporter TJ Quinn touched on earlier was he talked about how um, if you heard something from the Russian media, it came from the government. And I think that's something that we really need to um, acknowledge is we do have the freedom to speak up and speak our minds and unite behind a great cause as bringing our sister back home. Um, but they don't have that in other countries. Mm. It, it's state-run media. And a lot of times, just like as in at, at home, like a lot of people are victims of their own government. And I saw, I saw that a lot in Russia where it was like, man, the, the, the no ability to like move up brings such a sense of hopelessness. And I think what we represent is hope to a lot of people and that things can get better. I have to say, to be in the presence of you two discussing this is, is such a privilege because I'm, I'm not a part of the WNBA community, but I get to bear witness to the history that you all are making. And it has been absolutely incredible to see the organization around, like you said, Shanae, a black woman who is a part of the LGBTQ community. Um, this has been truly remarkable. I, I want to remind our viewers of the timeline of Brittany Griner being in Russia. She was detained in February at a Russian airport. It wasn't until May that the U.S. considered her wrongfully detained, and around that time, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver said that the NBA was working with the WNBA and in touch with the White House. And then in July, Griner pleaded guilty to bringing hashish oil into Russia. Then a month later, she was sentenced to nine years in a Russian prison, and all of those events led to her being freed today. Coming up, we have more coverage on Brittany Griner's release, including her teammate, Brianna Turner, joining the show with her reaction. NBA Today will be right back. Good morning, folks, and it is a good morning. For months of being unjustly detained in Russia, she's safe, she's on a plane, she's on her way home. I'm proud that today we had made one more family whole again. And today is just a happy day for me and my family. Thank you everybody for your support. I'm gonna smile right now. <laughs> Thank you. Sherelle Griner says that her family is whole again. And as someone who's covered the NBA and WNBA for my entire career today, it's one of those days today where you see the family atmosphere of both leagues on full display, the leaders of both organizations showing support for Brittany Griner's return to the United States. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver released a statement saying, Brittany has had to endure an unimaginable situation and we're thrilled that she is on her way home to her family and friends. We thank the members of the NBA and WNBA community who never wavered in their efforts to raise awareness of Brittany's unjust circumstances. And here is WNBA Commissioner Kathy Engel on Griner's return. What this means to, I think, the whole WNBA community uh, to have her home safely, basketball aside, by the way, this was just really emotional. I'm not a hugely emotional person, but I got very choked up and kind of knew for a couple of days that something might be happening, but um, you never know again until it happens. Brittany's on her way to Texas and um, obviously she'll be evaluated medically and we're obviously going to respect the privacy uh, of this very, you know, uh, critical time in her uh, coming back home. And uh, obviously, I'd love to call her. I'd love to see her. We're going to give her the appropriate space and time for that. 
um, and then, um, you know, follow again what what Brittany and her family want, want to do about reengaging with the WNBA and our players. Now let's talk about the play of the week, the pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Griner's teammate Brianna Turner tweeted this in support of BG is so much more than an athlete. The primary concern is making sure her mental health is progressing and she's able to recover from the past 294 days. She could never step foot on a court again, and I would support her relentlessly. We now welcome in Mercury Forward, Brianna Turner. Brianna, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us here on NBA Today. I, I want to start here if we could. How did you find out, and what was your reaction to the news that Brittany is on her way back to the United States? Um, I honestly found out this morning, my mom just busted to my bedroom and she's like, BG's free, BG's free. And I was like, wait, what? Like, am I still dreaming? Is this real life? But yeah, my mom just ran to my room this morning and told me the good news. I love that. You and Brittany were roommates, right, in the WNBA bubble in 2020. How did that time bring you together? I mean, I obviously the bubble was a difficult time for everybody, but living together is just a whole different experience. Like you work in together, you go home together, you eat together. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was fun just getting an inside look at BG off the court. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed my time with her there. I want to bring Chanae Agumake and Becky Hammond into this conversation. Chanae, I'll start with you. What's up, Breezy? Um, you know, you, me, Brittany, we have one thing in common. We are all born and raised in Houston, Texas. We all fell in love with the game around the same time, and we saw the star out of Nimitz, who really took the game of basketball basketball by storm, went to Baylor. This is BG, and won championships at the highest level, both for the country and also, you know, professionally. As a member of the Phoenix Mercury, you've been teammates with her. Personally, how has this been for you? But then also, how did you make it through the season? Because there were some real challenging moments that you guys had to push through knowing that you missed her so dearly. Mm. Definitely for me and the rest of my teammates, it was definitely just never losing hope. I think in a circumstance like this, it could be easy to cast doubt, but we all knew that for BG's sake, we have to uh, keep the hope alive and hope that the U.S. government could secure her release. And obviously they did. Becky, you had this experience sort of from the other side as, a, as an opponent, but as I mentioned before we heard from Kathy Engelbert, there is this, this family element that comes with what we've seen over the last nine and a half months. How did you witness that? Uh, well, you know, I was on the NBA side for a minute or two, came back to the W. Um, but to see the work that they did in the bubble, um, you know, this is, the basketball community is a small community, it's a tight-knit community. Um, and I had zero doubts 
the support was going to be there. Mm. It was just how much can we keep pushing and pushing and stay on it to keep her name relevant in the news. And you saw uh, the players. I, I thought um, Skyler mm. during the season gave one of the best, in, just heartfelt interviews um, about the feel of the team. Like, like we're talking about pick and rolls. Like our friend, mm. our friend is locked up abroad in terrible conditions and um, like I said for me that sentencing day was certainly a, a gut punch um, and so today it's the opposite feeling but I had there was no doubt in my mind that the W was going to keep Brittany's name in the news. And Breezy I know we saw uh, so many of those you know I was playing uh on another team, but we saw those videos. We, we were engaged in the group chat based on a lot of the adversity you guys had to manage being professionals and playing games, but then also having these sentiments. I guess, you know, based, you are someone that has been always at the forefront of these conversations advocating for communities, and I think you absolutely deserve your, your flowers for, for being that person on the forefront, especially for this team that has had to go through so much. What makes the W in your estimation so special to be able to advocate but also deliver in ways that we haven't seen in many other sports leagues? I think when we have a mission and we have a goal, we put our mind to it and we push through with it. Um, we obviously have the We Are VG hashtag. We had T-shirts. Um, the Players Association had a season-long campaign going. So I think that was just um, testament to the, the, the 144 and how strong we are together. And I, there's a lot of questions. I think as players, we always, like, people want to say, hey, like, hopefully we'll get Brittany Griner back on the floor soon. What do you say, and I think we have the same thoughts, when people say hopefully she'll play soon? I would say that's totally up to BG. When I found out she was coming back this morning, my main concern was just having her back on U.S. soil. I mean, like I said in my tweet, if she doesn't play another game basketball in her life, I'm still going to be so proud of her and so happy to call her my friend. So I think right now it's really focusing on her mental Agreed. and making sure she has time with her family and her, um, her wife. Absolutely, because the process, it doesn't stop here. I, I do want to bring someone else close to Brittany into the conversation here, New York Liberty head coach Sandy Brundello, who coached Brittany for eight seasons with the Phoenix Mercury. Um, Sandy, given your closeness to Brittany as her coach for so many years, what's your reaction to her release? Oh, um, you know, I think the main thing is just, just extremely happy and relieved. Um, it, it was a very emotional day, and I am an emotional person, so there's a lot of tears in the morning. There'll probably be some more tears here throughout this, but um, just relief. I mean, what a nightmare that she's had to endure, but very thankful that the, you know President Biden and the administration could get her home. Is there a, a memory or a story maybe that you can share from coaching Brittany that you thought of or recalled often while she was wrongfully detained in Russia? Well, I think, look, as basketball players, um, we have highs and lows throughout our, our whole career, which, you know, it, we develop that toughness, how to handle adversity. We talk about that in just in the games, but it helps us in life too. So I think that experience by being a professional basketballer, by, you know, going through so many different uh, highs and lows on the court helped her in this position. Well, um, I'm, I, I, I hope that it helped her because I think that's in the end. You just had to have hope and I'm a positive person and that's what I tried to rely on, but it was the best news ever today.
And coach, what can you share with our audience about, because we all know how amazing Brittany is. I mean, I know personally having to go up and guard her, <laughs> um, how amazing she is as a player. But as a person, Breezy, I know you've tried to, you know, continue the banner of her, her initiatives this past season. But coach, you know, can you share something about the person, the human, considering this was a humanitarian issue um, with our audience about BG? Well, firstly, you know, she's a wonderful player. I think we all know that, you know, from the dunks, the joy that she has on the court, her ability as a basketball player, being a, one of the best players in the world. But for me, what matters is, is the kind of person that she was, uh, that she is. I mean, she's a she had this big kid at heart. She embraced all the teammates. Her teammates will say that she's one of their favourites. Um, and Breezy, you, you're, you're obviously one of her teammates, but she came with joy every single day. She was very coachable. She was giving back to the community as much as she can. And she's actually quite shy. Uh, you get to know her, but she's got a really giving heart, a really big heart. And for me, it was just a joy to coach her for eight years. I, I appreciate you both so much for bringing this this human angle. I think free BG is something that we've heard so much over the last couple of months, remembering that, that Brittany Griner is a, a person who is getting to come home to her family today, bringing that perspective. I, I so appreciate you, Sandy and Brianna, for stopping by NBA Today. Uh, coming up here on our show, our continued coverage of Brittany Griner's release from Russia after 294 days. NBA Today will be right back. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. take a moment to reiterate the WNBA support for Phoenix Mercury star Brittany Griner. If I had the opportunity to speak to her, I would just let her know that we love her, um, that we haven't stopped fighting for her. We're all just waiting for that day when she, you know, gets back into the U.S. and we can give her hugs. And she's an American. She's a hero. She's our sister in the WNBA, and she's just family to the whole United States. I don't know if we've ever spent time around Brittany, but she's one of the most amazing humans. She's our sister, and we want her home. We, we love you. Um, we're here for you. Just keep fighting, keep being strong, um, and, and we want to see you home soon. We love you, girl. Welcome back to NBA Today, where we continue to cover Brittany Griner's return to the United States. And now we welcome in Kia Nurse, teammate of Brittany Griner with the Phoenix Mercury. Kia, I want to start here. What went through your mind when you heard that Brittany Griner was headed home? Well, a lot of happiness. I was uh, just on a flight out here to New York City, and the moment I got the news, my flight was taking off. So um, didn't have the opportunity to talk to anybody else because my phone was offline, but so excited for BG, so excited for Sherelle to be able to reunite with her and um, just a, a 
a joy and a relief moment as well um, that she is safe and sound. I imagine that that plane ride felt a little bit long as you then touched down and then were flooded with messages. Uh, but you joined Brittany and the Mercury in 2021. Can, can you take us inside the Mercury during these last several months and, and how you all ended up rallying together in support for Brittany? Well, from the moment that this season started, uh, we knew it was going to be extremely tough. And just because there are so many of us on the team who know Brittany and have gotten to know her over a number of years and we're good friends. And so um, I found myself at times during the season just kind of sitting down and thinking, what is she doing right now? Is she okay? Is she safe? Does she know that we are advocating for her and that we're fighting for her? And so as a team, we tried to do everything that we could possibly do to continue her work in the community with the heart and soul shoe drive, um, to continue to remind people to keep her name in the forefront and talked about the character and who she is so that people understood that she is more than a basketball player and she is our sister and she is our friend. Um, and it was difficult throughout the season. We played a whole season without one of our sisters and one of our teammates. And um, it's hard to put into words how hard that was. And Kia is more than a basketball player herself. She's one of the broadcast stars. I'm so proud yes, of you. TSN. Kia. Uh, you know, up north with TSN. And I, I just, you know, for me, the most moving part this morning was waking up and watching the news and seeing Sherelle, uh, President Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, you know, having this press conference in the White House. What did you take away from those visuals and also what was being said? Well, I think it's powerful, right? If we look at, you know, what has gone on over this last nine months, and I can't even imagine what Sherelle and BG's family have gone through, um, what BG has gone through herself, and to look at the power and the resilience and the strength from these women and their ability to get through this to what it is, and then look at the power of the, the word and what we were able to do as a collective. I think the WNBA is one of the most powerful leagues, and we know as a collective how powerful our voice can be, and continuing to raise the awareness for our sister in this situation was a big part of that. A lot of people, a lot of different people had a hand in this and making it um, to the point where now she is back home and safe, but I do think that there was a big piece of the voice of a collective WNBA who continues each and every day to prove and remind people that we are powerful. And this is just another reminder of that. The, the collective power of the WNBA has been on full display throughout this. Kia, I'm curious, do you have a, a story that you could share about Brittany that, that illustrates, that shows what type of teammate, what type of friend that she is to you? Yeah, so when I got traded uh, to the Phoenix Mercury, you know, you, you, everybody knows you move teams. Somebody's going to say, hi, welcome to the team. It's so nice to meet you. You know, send a text message. I got a random text message from a phone number, and it actually was a video, and it was BG. And she was just sitting in her car, and she's like, welcome to Phoenix. We're so excited to have you. Um, you know, she went out of her way to do that, and it kind of gave me an insight as to who she was, just the energy that she brings, the spirit that she has. And it was almost like every single interaction that I've had with BG since I've gotten to Phoenix has been such a positive interaction. It's just a laugh or it's a good time. And it just kind of speaks to how she doesn't really have a bad day. We walk in the locker room before the game and I would come in, you know, it'd be BG in there and probably DT are the first ones there. And it's just, hey, ready to have a game, good game today? Let's play well. And anytime I was down as a young player, she came and picked me up. So never had a, a negative interaction with BG and it speaks to who she is. She's just a fun spirit to be around at all days. She, she's been that, that light for you. And now that she is heading home, what do you want to say to her first? What do you see your role as in making sure that you can do that for her? Well, welcome home, first and foremost. We missed you so much. We love you so much. Um, I would go in for a big hug. Um, and <laughs> those are always some of the best hugs BG gives them. And so just saying, you know, we are, are grateful to have you back. We missed you. Um, you know, I don't think any of us will ever take 
for granted having the opportunity to play with some incredible teammates and some incredible humans. Um, I have no questions about basketball, none of that. I just want to make sure that you're good and we can just sit and hang and have a good time. Kia, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. Thanks for having me. Still to come on our show, WMBA PA Executive Director Terry Jackson joins the show with reaction to Brittany Griner's release. We'll be back after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Jerome gets the ball. Bounce pass in the pool. It's not the way it's stolen. Jones have it. What a finish in Salt Lake City. So, no Steph, no Draymond, no Wiggins for the Dubs, no Markkinen or Conley for the Jazz. Plenty of drama down the stretch. So, back here with Las Vegas Aces head coach Becky Hammond and our new ESPN analyst. Becky, the numbers, they speak for themselves. The Jazz, they entered last night with a record of 1-718 and when trailing by four-plus points inside the final 10 seconds of the fourth quarter. That's over the last 25 seasons. That lone win was the Millsap miracle in Miami over LeBron and the Heat back in 2010. So please, Becky, explain to us all how the heck did this happen? Well, I, a couple things. First of all, Golden State made some some big errors down mm. the stretch. Um, right here you can see Golden State trying to stay attached. Look at the score. Ooh, it's a four-point score. Game. Four-point game, 13 seconds. And the reason why this doesn't happen very often is because you need some miracles to happen, right? Mm. So right here you see Kaminga. It looks like he's going to hedge out a little bit, stays, but really gives a direct line pass or a direct line drive here to uh, Alexander. The problem is Clay kind of falls asleep. In this situation, cannot give up a three. Just can't happen. Mm. He gets sucked in. And that's the thing. You didn't contest the layup either. You just were in no man's land. And obviously Beasley hits the three right. wide open. And then, so now 123-122, Golden State's still up, but I don't understand this. Well, if you're, you might as well just put this and tuck this like it's a football, okay? You cannot have that turnover. Right. He may or may not have gotten hit, but I can tell you Coach Hardy was in there, go for the quick steal. Mm. They went and blitz. If you get it, something happens, you know, you go. Make the ref, the ref make the call. On this one here, okay, this is first quarter, last quarter, doesn't matter. Do not give up layups or dunks. In a fast break situation, you see Moody completely commit to the ball. When you're the last line of defense, can't make that commitment. You can fake and fall, but sink back to that rim and make him make a shot over you. Do whatever you can, but you can't I, lose on a dunk. You can't lose on a dunk, and it felt like just the perfect sequence of, oh, no, oh, no. 
Oh, no, for Golden State. But uh, can't lose. I mean, sis, the shoes. I know. Tell me a little I, bit about these. Well, you know, I, I brought them out. I brought them out. And you, we all, we <laughs> all see those. All right, let's head back to the desk because that was the finish of the night, right? But I think if we look at the full slate of games, it wasn't necessarily the most notable game of the night because that happened in the second game of our ESPN doubleheader, the Boston Celtics. They crushed the Suns. Lobsided clash between the top-seeded teams in each conference. The Celtics, they led by 10 points after one, 27 at the half, and by as many as 45 in the third quarter. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum dropped 25 points in under 30 minutes of action, led Boston to a commanding 125-98 victory in Phoenix. Chenea Gumake. Yes. I thought I was impressed with Boston heading into the night. <laughs> How impressed were you after what you saw in the Valley? We got to watch this up close and personal working NBA countdown yesterday. And my goodness, I think there are two situations here. Um, you know, the Phoenix Suns, they, they are depleted and they were coming in acclimating Chris Paul. But this was all about the Boston Celtics. First, they've got the best duo in basketball. You've got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown that give you about 57 points. But when you're getting production from guys like Grant Williams, who I believe at half, had not missed a shot. Also, one of the sneaky best additions in the NBA over the offseason to now Malcolm Brogdon, who the big issue was, hey, in the finals, we ran out of gas, we turned the ball over. What do we do? Well, we upgrade, let me upgrade you uh, <laughs> off the bench. Malcolm Brogdon, really, career has under two turnovers a game. You look at the effort on both ends, they look like the best team in basketball right now. Not to mention, no Al Horford in this one. Blake Griffin steps up. What stood out to you, Becky? I mean, obviously their offense is rolling, but the thing is, is why these guys haven't missed shots and are shooting such a great percentage is they're shooting open ones. They're playing the right way. They have stars that are committed to making the right play. And as I always tell my team, everybody gets more when we win, mm. right? Keep winning, keep making the right play. Everybody will be fed well. Look, I love stealing all of her tea. <laughs> I'm getting the playbook right here, whether we're together, whether we're apart. Thanks, thanks. I love this opportunity. See, but saying. guess what, though? <laughs> With the Phoenix Suns losing, that means we get to usher in a new one seed out in the West. Zion Williamson led the way for the Pelicans to get their fifth straight win, 104-98 victory over the Detroit Pistons. Brandon Ingram sidelined in this one. Zion had his sixth career game with 25 points, 10 rebounds, five assists, tying him with Chris Paul for the fourth most in Pelicans Hornets history. And with the win, the Pelicans are now at the top of the conference standings. 16 and 8 is their record. This is the first time that New Orleans has had the outright best record in the West this late into the season since April of 2008. So, so Becky, what is the biggest reason that you see that the Pelicans are leading the way in the West right now? Again, Bayern, they got a lot of role players that are playing uh, elevated minutes. Mm. I, we really haven't seen a healthy NBA, really, uh, across the board. Even Boston's not totally healthy. Right. So I think the fact that you're getting these other guys these minutes and you're starting to see these younger players really mature in a little bit, I'm not going to say total changing of the guard, but you're really starting to see these young players step in, flourish. I thought Brandon Ingram has, has been great before he got there, mm. um, but put him with Zion. Um, I think they could be special. Valanchunas, I think, is an underrated piece for them. Tremendous screener, does a lot of versatile player uh, for them. So they can they can beat you in kind of a, a variety of ways. Oh, yeah. They can beat you in different ways. And I think coffee the way beans? that I will speak to – oh, coffee bean. <laughs> Real ones know about the coffee bean. It's a long story. I'll tell you later. You should tell me over coffee. No, she, yeah, <laughs> she won't tell you in the break because it's too long for it's that. It's too long. But I will say this. Uh, I did some digging with producer Cesar, and it's all about defense. 
defense. Their defense has really turned up, especially in this five-game win streak. Tied for first in defensive efficiency, second in steals, third in opponent field goal percentage, and fourth in blocks. We talk a lot about their offense and those additions and how many great role players have stepped up and continued to develop getting Zion back. But the reality is they're buying – you know how hard it is to get professionals to play defense? Mm. If you're able to do that, that to me is the sign of a team moving in a different direction. And I think this year we're starting to see the Pelicans like, oh, like everything is like seeming like it's working out the way it should from top to bottom, and now it's translating to the floor. Star players, good young players, key vets. It seems like the Pelicans have all of the ingredients to make some really good coffee down there. Yeah. Well, and also, <laughs> you know, they're, they're a year under their, their coach. So yep. when you're trying to implement a new system and get buy-in, right, the players kind of need some success around that. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you could lose them. Right. And I think that's one of the most impressive things about Boston going back to last year. I remember play, us playing them earlier. We're like, they're going nowhere. <laughs> and then come January, uh, Ime Yudoka stuck with his guns. And that team ends up in the finals um, because they had the buy-in factor. And I think down when you're talking about their defense, you have to have buy-in factor on both ends. And when you start to get stops and understand these games can come down to one or two possessions, mm -hmm. even in a regular season NBA game. Well, nope. we get to see the Pelicans Special take on the Phoenix Suns tomorrow at 5.30 Pacific. Still to come on NBA Today, we're going to revisit our top story of the day. Brittany Griner is headed home. WMBPA Executive Director Terry Jackson joins the show. That's coming up next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So over the last nine months, y'all have been so privy to one of the darkest moments of my life. I'm glad to be able to say that Brittany's in good spirits. She's relieved to finally be heading home. Overwhelmed with emotions, but the most important emotion that I have right now is just sincere gratitude. I don't want any American to sit wrongfully detained. EG and I will remain committed to the work of getting every American home. What a pleasure it is to say this. Here is a first look of Brittany Griner getting released from prison and on her way back. Take a listen to her on the plane. What's your mood? Happy. <laughs> well, are you ready for a flight? Uh, yes. Yeah. Good. Ну вы знаете, куда вы летите? Do you know where I'm heading to? No. No? No. no. You fly back home to, to the U.S. To the U.S. Everything will be fine. Back here with Chine Agumake and Becky Hammond. We get to see Brittany Griner. We get to hear from Brittany Griner as a free woman. What did that make you feel? Mixed emotions, mm. right? One is that she's giving one word answers like, yes, happy let's go um two they asked her where she's going and she said i'm not sure and that to me is still scary and that has been her experience the last nine or so months so i am happy she's on a plane and she's coming home but it just was like one of those you know bittersweets like wow she really endured this but more importantly we're relieved she's back becky 
Oh, I mean, I'm over here cheesing like so. Yeah. <laughs> it's so big. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm a little bit speechless just seeing her, because we haven't seen her for so long, like in that aspect where she could actually like smiling, talk, mm. laugh, smile. And as you said, the fact that they asked her, he said, Damoy, that's home. Mm -hmm. And she had the interpreter there, but I was like, she, I don't even know if she's aware of what's going on. Yep. Or, or, or how big her name, mm. households that don't have anything to do with basketball know her name. And that is a tribute to the W, but also a tribute to what kind of person she is. Because there, it, it is a sisterhood, and people dug in, and the W is not afraid to pick a fight mm. and stand up for what they believe in. And I think it's always admirable and courageous um, and she's just uh, an example of what a WNBA player is. Absolutely. Pick a fight and, and win. That is yeah. what we've seen. WNBA players are, are winners. And that, I, I'm with you. I, I just, that <laughs> video, I, I want to watch it again and again I know. <laughs> and again. I, I want to bring WNBPA Executive Director Terry Jackson into the conversation because, Terry, we, we talked on this show about the we remember when moments, right? Becky Hammond talked about remembering exactly where and when she was when she found out about Britney's sentencing and then the stark contrast then finding finding out she's returning to the United States today. Can, can you walk us through that where and when feeling for you? Uh, um, I don't know if I can. Um, I'm still processing it all. But um, hearing that she was detained, that was a surreal moment. You're suspended, right? And over the last 10 months, we're here. I get you know, information last night that has me anxiously anticipating what today could be. Um, waking up this morning to this news and the floodgates of emotions. I, I haven't cried like this in a long time. It was such a release, such, such joy. Um, like, like Chanae and, and Becky were saying, it's, it's joy, it's sadness, it's, it's hope, it's angst. Like we just need BG to have her feet on U.S. soil and in the arms of her loved ones in the arms of Sherelle, um, and nobody loves you like your, like your mom, like your family loves you. So I, I can't wait to love on her too at the right time. You said you started to get bits of information yesterday that I imagine opened the door for you for hope. But when did this start to really feel like this is not just a possibility, but this is real? Um, when did it start to feel that way? Um, when we put together our statement. Mm. We, our staff, and we're talking with our player leadership, and we are talking about what we're feeling, what we need to say to the world, the appreciation we need to say to the world. Thank you to the Win With Black Women Network, because this was yeah. a campaign that was driven by women, everybody. Um, we had to thank the Biden administration. We had to thank so many human rights, civil rights activists and organizations that stood with us. Mm. Yeah. This, this was a fight, WNBA players, my members, they are fighters. I have said earlier today, this is a, the biggest win that we have ever seen. Um, and we needed, we needed our, 
our supporters, our allies, our advocates to rally around us and to keep us propped up and to keep that momentum going. Um, that's that's what all of this has meant. I am I am so thankful to the global sports community. I have been calling on them. Mm. And um, they stepped up and stood with us. Of course, the NBA players, I'm, you know, Chanae, I'm going to give a shout out to them for standing up and standing with us, my son included. Um, for everyone who signed a petition, who wore the T-shirt, who tweeted, who retweeted us, did it matter? Yes, mm. it mattered. It mattered. You added to this momentum. Yes. And you added to this big win. Terry, that is the perfect note to end our show on because I, I want to bring back something Chanae said at the beginning of our show today. There is something so powerful in that the face of this movement, the rallying cry from fans, from people around the United States, around the world, we rallied around a black woman who is part of the LGBTQ community. Terry, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. Becky Hammond, Chinea Gumake, thank you. Today is the day that Brittany Griner is returning to the United States. Yes. NBA Today will be back.